Welcome to Fright Night Minute, a daily podcast where we discuss the original 1985 horror movie Fright Night, one minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Leonard. And we want to welcome back to the podcast from the Kill by Kill podcast, Gina Radcliffe. Welcome back. I'm still here. Yay. I'm still here. <laughs> We're in the club. We're in the club. We're ready. Things, things are heating up. What are you drinking? I just, just this lemonade. Just I, lem- I'm taking it easy tonight. <laughs> We're in the club, though. Cristal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm a Kool-Aid man myself. Uh, <laughs> Electric Kool-Aid. Oh, boy. Uh, this is Minute 64 of Fright Night. It begins with Amy looking for Jerry and ends with Jerry wrapping his arms around Amy. Uh, all right, so, you know, we're getting into the seduction here. Um, Jerry steps off to the left and out of frame, so therefore we can't see him and neither can Amy. <laughs> Maybe he did, did he dissipate into smoke, do you think? <laughs> Roll across the floor? <laughs> yeah, he kind of just, you know, blinked out and then blinked back in. Like yeah. Like the one yeah. gone and just sort of like, yep, not, now I'm not here. Now I'm here again. <laughs> yeah. I, Amy has a moment here where, where she loses Jerry and... It does. She's got this look in her eyes, like she's like she's lost something. Like she's mm. like, oh my god, where'd he go? Uh, <laughs> you know, like a, I don't know, like just kind of worried about it almost. You know, but the interesting part is that she could she could turn back and warn Charlie, but yeah, she's just enticed. Um, yeah, she's she's definitely in, in full thrall at this point. Yeah. She's she's not gonna she's not gonna bother even like turning you know the two feet behind her to Charlie. Say, oh by the way, he's here. Uh, I love how like you you see in the background Charlie just on this phone and just completely unaware of what's happening. Just I don't know, gosh, you know, three or four feet away from him. <laughs> she's just wandering away from him. Yeah. And and I love I love how when he pops in the the soundtrack uh, the synth like there's like a little drum strike on the synth it's not a drum but it's like a pow you know like the the, the classic eighties <laughs> drum I don't well that's the thing that's the thing he was just waiting for that moment he he knew this song and he's like right. this is, this is the mo- this is the point where I'll make my my big appearance <laughs> he's just patiently waiting behind like a potted plant or something okay <laughs> yeah. Blam! Here I am. I'm smoke. I'm a bat, and I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, yeah, Amy is. Amy gets startled by him jumping into frame here. Um, Her eyes are pretty fearful, but again, yeah, she doesn't. She's she's completely hypnotized, and it's like she's powerless to move at this point. (laughs) Yeah, and then he smiles at her, and she licks her lips, Uh. and that's like, yep, yep, he's got her. Yeah, it's all down, all downhill from here for Charlie. Yeah. Well, you know, just again watching this kind of sex. Second by second, it's like I don't know. She, his he kind of like regards her for a moment, and his lips kind of part a little. Like there's a little bit of a smile coming through, and then all of a sudden, there you know, you, you, you go to her, and she's alarmed, and then he just gives her this big warm smile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the script says he stops just at the edge of the floor and holds his hand out to Amy. The orgiastic dancing swirling on behind him, <laughs> the pounding, and then in all caps it says sensual beat of the funk rock. 
was thinking funk rock. Yeah, what? Uh, I was gonna say that's not that's not funk rock, and Thriller would definitely not be funk rock. Well, they do mention funk at one point, but I think they were referring to rotting, festering corpses. Uh, oh, you're back. We're back to Thriller. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the funk of thirty thousand. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Yeah, maybe if Vincent Price was in the movie and they had Thriller playing, I mean, I'd love to see this alternate version that sometimes the script and even the novelization at times uh, uh, projects. It's 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 definitely not what I want it most times. <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah, his eyes, it says here, his eyes burn into hers, willing her to come to him. And yeah, it's this this warm smile, this trust me, you know, you're it's all working. Let's come on, let's let's have a little funny. And and even when he smiles, Ian Hunter in the the song actually kind of giggles. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's almost I don't you know it's great I don't have to imagine yeah. that they timed that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Extremely effective. Uh-huh. You know, come on, let's have some fun, Amy. And, uh, yeah, the song prods Amy. I mean, not as much as she's about to be prodded, but, you know. hey <laughs> You wrote that one down. You like that? <laughs> That's a keeper. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, the sound, and it's right during this that, you know, he's the song's saying, he's a good man in a bad time. He's a good man in a bad, like, like don't worry. He's good. He's okay. You go with him. <laughs> And yes, this is what you're talking about. Amy then licks her lips and gives in. <laughs> um, yeah, the body language after this point isn't terribly subtle. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, they're about a minute away from just you know, making the you know, the, the you know, the okay with the finger moving through it gesture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I can just picture the uh, Roxbury guys behind Jerry going, me, 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 no, me. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so... um this is, you know, and she so she walks to, to Jerry, and he has this like victorious smile on his face, and he, he you know walks her out to the dance floor. And I just wanted to kind of talk about this for a second. Like he could just walk out of the club with her right now, but uh, you know, this. Uh, to, why do you think he decides to take her out to the dance floor instead? I think there's two reasons. Okay. I think one. He's itching to cut a rug. <laughs> He's feeling the sensual beat of the funk rock. Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you get that sensual beat of the funk rock. You can't shake that off. It's I mean, you can. But. Well, I think he's obvious. Can you know? I mean. You shake, shake, shake a group thing. <laughs> He's waiting. He's he's hip. He's just as much enthralled with her as she is him. For right, reasons yeah. We know. I mean, he's right. Yeah, he's not doing this just to mess with Charlie. I mean, he right. you know wants her. He wants her. And I think in some way, he, I think in some way he wants to. He wants Charlie to see them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yes. Um, and yeah, there's this ongoing like unspoken. You know, it's spoken of like once, but we notice it before. Amy looks exactly like this painting of a, of a lost love. You know that he keeps. He keeps the painting. I, I'm not sure if he painted it himself. I, I can imagine him painting it out himself because he's right. such like a you know a classic vampire. Just imagine him <laughs> wanting and painting, mournfully, mournfully painting right. the portrait of his lost love, mm-hmm. Josette. Josette? Barnabas Collins' lost oh. love, Josette. Yeah, it's, uh, it's reminiscent of that. Did, did Barnabas ever paint pictures of Josette? Uh, no, but the, the sort of 
I mean, we've talked about it in previous podcasts. I don't know where that comes from, that lost love thing. It's a, it's a huge trope in vampire it movies. Is. Like uh, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula was, yeah. um, that was the whole thing where Winona Ryder looked exactly like his, his wife. So, yeah, that's it. It's weird. I don't think it has it, it has any sort of uh, connection to Dracula as a novel. It just right. became a thing and in, 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 it became a trope in, Drac- in vampire movies. Right. And I'm curious where it started. I mean, as as far back as I can go, it would be the Dark Shadows TV show with Barnabas Collins. Uh, I, I want his lost love, I believe, his name was jo, Josette, and then he meets a, a girl in the modern times, of course, at the time in the '60s or whatever it was, um, named Maggie or something like that. That looks just like her, right? Um, so yeah, I'm curious where where that all where, where that started because it is a trope. We see it a lot. Uh. Yeah, and uh, yeah, again, it's like he's—he's. He's, I think he—he's like you know. I'm gonna have some fun with her. You know, I am in control of everything here. I could just kill everybody in this club right now. Yeah. I. Uh, and it, you know, he, he's got a lot of power. He feels a lot of power, and uh, he's gonna just do what he wants. And I guess it's gonna be, yeah, you know, getting down to, to some Ian Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> my jam man yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love this song this is my song this is my song right here <laughs> um so we go back to charlie now he's uh pleading with peter over the phone uh and saying you know jerry has them trapped in a club downtown and we cut to peter and he is he is still pretty messed up from this uh encounter with ed he looks so ashen and it might not just be the the heavy makeup they have on money McTell. like right. he's looking pretty yeah you know crumpled up and just, uh, he, he looks. He looks yeah. unwell. Yeah, we were looking at the picture earlier that's sitting next to him behind his uh, Radio Shack phone. <laughs> and I think that's. We think that's Bella Lugosi and Boris Karloff. We couldn't quite place where that was from. Right. It, it could be a promotional photo. I. I there's a hard way to search it. I mean, it does look like Boris Karloff to the right, and he does look like he has his Frankenstein semi, the monster, Frankenstein monster's uh, makeup on a little, but he's he he might not. Lugosi or not, you don't often see him with the with the facial hair of the Van Dyke, which most people right call a goatee. Yeah, but he has. Uh, he has that, so I don't know. We we looked up some images of the two of them together, and I didn't see that image anywhere. Yeah, I have no idea. Did you guys cover any uh, Bella Lugosi or Boris Karloff on Kill by Kill? <laughs> no, we have not. We don't go back too far. We've done we've done all the Friday the Thirteenth series. Um, Those are my favorite. And then we uh, we just we've been getting into a Nightmare on Elm Street. We've not done any. Sadly, we, we should do at some point some classic horror. We've not really hit any that get though. Well, if you're doing Kill by Kill, there'll be pretty short episodes. Yeah. Really. That's Three true. Episodes, <laughs> well, we did just we did just do um, for a special episode of the movie Pieces, which I, I don't know if other of you have ever seen it. Nope. It's insane. It's yeah. a it's a it's a Spanish slasher movie. Yeah, and it is uh, it's it's a it's a wild ride. I, I both recommended and disrecommended at the same time. <laughs> One of those, huh? Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so Peter is definitely looking, you know, petrified. And he's got the big cross around. I think it's, oh, no, he's just holding the cross that he uh, took down Ed with. Um, you know, or <laughs> backed him up with. Right. 
And uh, there's something, there's a, there's a funny omission here. <laughs> the fact is, Peter talks to Charlie, but he doesn't actually tell him in the scene, Ed was here, he's a vampire, he's right. going to kill us all. Uh, yeah, you're right. He's just like, yeah, no, I can't help you. Sorry, sorry, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like, no, 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 I'm not going out, you know? Uh, in the script, though, there is a line. He says, you have to understand, Charlie, Ed's one of them now. He just tried to kill me. If I try to go out, he'll kill me for sure. Mm. So I don't know why they cut that out. Um, and, you know, I talk about it in a later minute, but um, it, it kind of clues me into the reason why Charlie's reaction to Ed in the back of the Jeep isn't so, like, holy shit, you know? Right. It's more Ed! Like, yeah. Huh. <laughs> you know? Ed thought he was right. Ed's a vampire now. Yeah. But uh, we kind of cut back to the club, and there is, I love this uh, this great split screen shot where on the right you see Charlie just pleading with Peter on the phone, and to the left you see Jerry taking Amy out to the club yeah. and into the floor, you know? So it's just like, dude, right behind you, <laughs> it's happening. She's getting. Away. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like uh, the scene in Halloween where um, where Doctor Loomis is on the phone with the sheriff, and you could see the car that that Michael Myers is driving. It's right behind him, <laughs> and he's just all he has to do is just turn around, and he does not, and it's so frustrating. <laughs> Do you think the guy with the blonde hair and the white polo and the sweater thrown over it, do you think his name is Chad or is it like Jimmy? It, it, yeah, it's definitely something like Brett. Brett, Brett, Brett. I, I, I'm getting, I'm getting a Brett. That's vibe. a Brett, right? There. Yeah, and he's got a bit of a mullet. Uh, <laughs> could be a Brad. Oh, Brad. Yeah. Yeah. Any of the bruh names, Brendan. <laughs> Or a Len. Brian with a Brian with a Y. <laughs> Brian with a Y. <laughs> Len actually has a friend named Brian with a Y. And, uh, 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 oh wait, no, he doesn't have a Y, doesn't he? No. I'm thinking about another Brian. Never mind. I don't hang out with people who spell their names weird, Gina. <laughs> wow, guys, you saw Brian with a Y drop dead. <laughs> you know, we spent the you are, first. You are alienating. I have to tell you, you got to be careful alienating your fan base. <laughs> hey, I'm stuck with, you know, I, Leonard, but I, I've been stuck with Lenny my whole life. That's not a. That's not really great. All right, I, Leonard. Right, I can't say anything about names, but I did. It, my name's it, Robin, so you know. Whatever. Right. So so. So this, uh, the name thing, though, it comes back to Charlie. In the yes. script, I always suspected that it was, how, how would you think Charlie Brewster was spelled, right? C-H-A-R-L-I-E. Yeah. Right? And how is it? It is with a, it is with a Y, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, that weirdo, that weirdo old-timey Charlie. That's, right. Yeah. And again, that's that's another question we're going to have to ask Tom Holland. Like, why? Why did you do that? <laughs> because every time I type it, I'm like, no, God. I'm to type it his way because, you know, it's not Friday night. If it's not spelled correctly, I don't know. Uh, so, um, Jerry, uh, follows, uh, zombie Amy out into the dance floor and he stops her with a hand on her shoulder. Yeah. So this is, this is why, where I was thinking that she looks kind of like a zombie. It's, uh, she, she's just like in her own world, but like knowing there's something going on behind her. I don't know. Right. 
petrified. I just can't help. I just can't help noticing that he's wearing a wristwatch, which is, I I don't know why a vampire would need a watch. I I know why. Well, I guess I guess to make sure they know when sun, sunrise is coming. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. I I just figure you know vampires have all the time in the world, so it's not like yeah. they they are, you know have to keep to a schedule. But I guess they sort of do. It would be you know if he had a swatch on, it would be one thing. <laughs> but it looks like a you know, like a classic watch with a leather band. Um, yeah, we're always wondering about his ring, and we even asked Chris Sarandon about the ring, and he has no idea. <laughs> yeah, he did. He couldn't. It's just like give it to him, like here, wear this, put that on, yeah. put that on. Yeah, is it a family crest? You know, it, it's so it's shown so uh, prominently throughout the movie that it's always something I, I I wonder about. Yeah, he well he remembered quite a bit about the wardrobe. He, he and Tom going shopping and stuff, but that was one thing that he he couldn't recall. So yeah. we hope to find out. Did, did he hope? Did he personally select that foxy sweater? Because man, that is working for him. Well, he may have. I, yeah. I know. Yeah, he, he and Tom picked out the whole wardrobe, so mm-hmm. it was either Tom or him. That uh, he said he did, did a lot of Brooks Brothers. Is that a Brooks Brothers? Uh, I was going to say cause he has that. He has that one look where he looks like he's at like a ski lodge <laughs> with like the the, the turtleneck and the, right. the cardigan. Yeah. Right. But but is a, but this is like this is definitely a much better look for him. Yeah, he definitely looks like a Brett in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's a girl with like uh, uh, leather uh, wristbands with the the studs. Cool. She's got a nice red leather, leopard print. Is that leopard print? Yeah, sort of tiger print. Well, girls leather just want to have fun, man. Oh man, she's she's getting down. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he he stops her with the hand on the shoulder, and then he runs both hands down her arms to her hands, and then raises her arms out, and then closes her arms around her chest, bringing them into a nice close embrace. Um, and uh, yeah, she's just kind of frozen, let, letting this happen. Mm. She doesn't seem to be all there though. Nope. Oh. She just she's checked she's checked out. Yeah. Oh, I just noticed that the girl has has sunglasses on too, and it looks like she's dancing with her mom. <laughs> <laughs> she is. Isn't that like her mom? Well, maybe, maybe they're like yeah, you know, one of those really you know weird mother and daughters where like the mom was like fifteen oh, when she was yeah. born, and they're like and they're like best friends now, and they go out partying together. Man, she is getting down though. It's awesome. I don't think she's that old, but in this little freeze frame we've got here, she does look like a golden girl. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the purple hair that kind of works. Yeah, is like she's like I'm gonna. Do this, but it, you know, she looks like a Stel Getty at the end of the night. I screwed this whole look up. <laughs> uh, well, I think we wrapped up this minute. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about uh, these past 60 seconds at all? No, I mean, I, I mentioned in this in the last episode, I just, again, it's very it really works that they don't talk to each other mm. at any point. Yeah. It, it really like lets you know that she's just, as you say, not all there. She's just completely under his spell. Yep. Um, but yeah, everything is just body language and eye contact. Uh, can you give us uh, insight on how this is working on young Gina at this point, you know, as you're watching <laughs> this, you said this was something that, uh, you know, was formidable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's certainly something that everybody, I, I would imagine, who watches, you know, who, who would think that, well, this would be kind of cool if this actually happened in real life. Uh, does, does it ever actually happen? Not really. <laughs> you don't, very few people get the whole, you know, stranger just showing you, showing up at a club and, you know, pulling you out to a dance floor and just, you know, molesting you. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, you know, with your approval. I don't, I don't course, nobody yeah. wants that to be done, you know, against their will, but, but, you know, it's just, you know, oh, this is 
this is interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I had seen like I had seen the the Frank Langella Dracula, which was you know he was very you know very powerful, very seductive. But this was just like different. This just I guess because. Uh, because it was supposed to be, it was in the mod, it was it was in the present. Well, you know, the present being 1985, and you know, Amy was just this kind of you know, regular-looking girl that you know she didn't seem like the type of person that you know that men would fight over each other for and all, and and yeah, so just all those elements together just really made a big impression. Yeah, now now lens have it has it uh, uh, frozen in a, a spot here. Uh, wiggle the mouse for a second there. Is that? Oh, there it goes. Never mind. I lost it. <laughs> he lost it. It did look like Estelle Getty was a little jealous <laughs> about what was going on in front of her. Just, yeah, I, I want that, that guy. Me. Right. What's with her? What's all? What's her? What's she all about? <laughs> Um, but anyway, <laughs> I thought. Well, I mean, for the same reason, you you probably you know. Uh, were, I guess, turned on as a as a girl seeing this yeah, scene. Is this weird it's, talking about? Is it weird? Okay. No, it's not weird. <laughs> no, I mean, no, no, but it's probably the same on the guy side of things. It's probably the same reason that I love that I love Charlie Brewster because he he was a wet noodle. He was sort of a nerdy, not a capable. You know, Marty McFly, I love. I've always loved Michael J. Fox, but he's there's something cunning and sly and cool and funny about him, right? He's in a rock band and rides a skateboard. Charlie's kind of the every man dolt, <laughs> and uh, and he becomes the hero. So that's probably why I loved him so much. But for the same reason, you see, the, you know, Amy in this scene is kind of like the every girl. Um, she's not overly pretty. She's not overly stunning. So it, it, it's uh, I don't know. It's probably yeah no yeah no you're yeah you're right you're right I agree with you I'm I'm thinking I'd be okay with Jerry calling me out I'm like all right man I guess this is happening <laughs> are we doing this are we doing this <laughs> you make all me, right me, 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 me. okay <laughs> uh, Jim you want to give another another plug for your uh, podcast or did we do that already we we did that in the first episode no go ahead and do it again <laughs> in a second I just didn't know if we did it in this minute. People yeah, need a daily yeah. reminder of, of where we can, they, you know, it's a whole thing at the end, you know, podcasts. Oh, all righty then. I, um, I, I co-host the Kill by Kill podcast, uh, in which we talk about horror movies, um, mostly focusing on the characters and the weird little background details, as you guys did with the picture on, on Peter's uh, on Peter's table. That's mm-hmm. exactly the, the, the kind of thing that, that we talk about. Um, we have already covered every movie in the Friday 13th series. Uh, with the exception of, of Freddy versus Jason, because we're going to get that, we're going to get to that after we've gone through all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. We're currently, uh, as of this recording, about to start in on um, the Dream Master. Yeah, one of the uh, bouncers in this club is actually in Friday Part Part uh, Three. Is he? Yeah, he's one of the bikers. <gasps> you're right. Oh my goodness, he's he's the one that uh, gets his throat slashed, right? Yeah, that, that, you're right. I'll be darned. He's actually the first person that puts up a fight with Jason. So it, it, it's so That's, far in the yeah. series, and and later on, he's going to put up a fight with uh, Jerry Dandridge, <laughs> so, and and lose that one as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Regrettably, uh, but yeah, that, you're right. I'll be darned. <laughs> All right, let's put a stake in this minute. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at Fright Night Min. Send your feedback to Fright Night Minute at gmail.com. And please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, I'm Robin. I'm Leonard. I'm Gina. Thanks for listening. Have a fright night, everybody. <laughs> He's a vampire. A what? <laughs> <laughs> You're so <laughs>
Cool.